We're all very different people. We're not Watusi. No. We're not Spartan. She doesn't even go here. We're American. It's the feeling good all the time. We're the capital A, huh? Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? We are the wretched refuge. Jerry, you know this guy eats poop, right? We're mutts. All right, so welcome to the Ploy Podcast. This is our third episode. It is Monday, September 4th. Summer is over. Summer is over. My name is Jack. That's Henry, and this is... This is new, but I'm not so sure summer's older. I'm pretty sure it technically goes to the 21st of September. As I said it, I realized I think there's, yeah, there are some like bullshit a, rules. It's the summer solstice, I believe, is the 21st. Eh, it's nothing. Anyway, You're not supposed to be wearing white pants or something. I'm, I don't mean a nickel and dime you over the, the calendar. Thank anyway, you. we got a big week. If you're listening to this on Monday and you go to the Ploy Comedy Instagram page... You can see on our story, Henry hit me in the face with a cake. Um, Laugh out loud, just good stuff. That sucked for me. I almost <laughs> drowned in cake. And we're, we're releasing that sketch tomorrow. On Wednesday, we have another fantasy draft podcast where we're not drafting football players anymore. No more sports, but uh, it's, it's another draft of sorts. Tune in, too. You're not going to be disappointed. I think it's going to be someone with movie dads, yeah, right? Yeah, at the very least, it'll be entertaining. Yes. Thursday, we're releasing another sketch. And then on Friday, we're doing another uh episode of the pool Away podcast we're doing them monday and friday now two times double serving we also have a big podcast for you guys uh we are gonna do go over what we're watching we're also gonna uh go over the latest hottest trailers on tinder um swiping left swiping right then new is gonna take us through the news stories and then we're gonna we got a bunch of other stuff too a bunch of little segments some new stuff some old stuff just lots of fun some good yeah. movie trivia some fun facts about some fun names that you might not know i think you guys might learn a thing or two today i think i might well i might too well i'm excited for you to teach me just good a stuff. little just a little teaser here are three of our new segments today one are you crying two don't fuck with yeah. and three <laughs> hypothetically so <laughs> Very vague. So, <laughs> so you, got, in. you got that coming to you if you if you make it all the way to the end. Um, and this is the Pool Boy Podcast. All right, so we're going to start off with what are we watching? What did we watch this week? What are we going to watch this week? Either of you guys want to kick it off? Well, really right now, now that uh, Thrones is over, the only two shows that I'm fully week by week to are Bachelor in Paradise and uh, Hard Knocks. So Hard Knocks, we got one more ep this week, tomorrow, and kind of a disappointing season. And then Bachelor in Paradise, I got Monday, Tuesday. How can Hard Knocks be disappointing, though? Because like I feel like it's just... You know, I was thinking about the other day. What is it supposed to be besides montage? Yeah. You know, what's it supposed <laughs> to bring more than that? Usually there's like one guy who you're really rooting for. Our roommate Mikey earlier said like... Yeah, the montages are just so awesome. It's like, well, of course they're awesome. Yeah. These are just They're basically just them in the gym, NFL <laughs> athletes, just being like, yeah... Like, we're, we're just doing, like, power cleans and stuff. You could put any song and underneath that. Apparently, half of them are showing up early and staying late for practice. I love that. That all these that, guys... That's always a thing. Once yeah. the cameras are rolling, everyone's showing up at 4 in the morning, leaving at midnight. You <laughs> just got the gritty guys. Yeah. yeah. Jameis working out. Inspirational exactly. speech. Are exactly. you kidding me? But by the way, this thing's making me into a huge Jameis Winston fan, by the way. Huge. I'm... I'm I don't really have a, a go-to NFL team. I'm trying to like the Rams. They're, the last season's Hard Knocks made that difficult. And now, all of a sudden, he's just likable. Color me kind of a Bucks fan this season. He just seems like a great guy. And as the GM said, which I thought was a little bit much, he's the most inspirational person he's ever met. He inspires me every day. Clearly, he's never met Coach Herman Boone. Exactly. From Remember the Titans. <laughs> who's actually a real guy. So he may have met the actual Herman Boone. Who knows? And then, yeah, in Bachelor in Paradise, you're watching that every monday and tuesday and i'm just kind of sitting here and i'm and I'm soaking it in my one concern with that show i loved it from the start but after a while it's getting to the point now where it's like they are all falling in love with like 
every one of each yeah. other no, this, falling in love. This season, I think, has kind of uh, showed the, the flaws in the show, which yeah. is if you don't, if someone there, one of the five people of the other sex, is there and you're not in love with one of them, you, there's no reason to be there. <laughs> like, you're all, you're kind of trapped. Can you imagine? People sh- are leaving. People are hooking uh, up with Tons bartenders. of people yeah. are just kind of yeah. leaving. Yeah. Can you imagine showing up back home, being one of these bachelors or bachelorettes or whatever, like being engaged to someone? Before the show even comes out and just introducing her or him to your friends, being like, yeah, by the way, I got engaged. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You've never met them, but you'll see our entire romance. I made out with like 40 other guys. One of the guys is a doctor, one of the new guys. That's the only, I think the only real job I've ever heard from any of them. I like, think he's a pediatrician too. It'd be awesome. Yeah, something about babies. Nice. nice. Because the end goal is to get engaged, like literally the last episode, Jack, I don't know if you watched last season, but the last episode is the remaining couples all kind of stand in front of each other and you kind of have a discussion. You're like, yeah. do we get engaged right now? Yeah. Do we get married right now? And cameras or are like, rolling. Or do we call it? Do we do, do we give this a good shot and it's over? There's too much pressure. Right? Yeah. So the stakes are always that high. And so every time they're doing like their personal time with the camera, it'll be like freaking some girl who's like I don't know I could really see myself with them but at the same time we have such effortless conversation we only know <laughs> each other for six weeks effortless conversation alright so that's what you're watching Henry New what are you watching this week uh, brought that up I Henry said it perfectly I'm in a little bit of TV limbo since uh, Game of Thrones got taken away yeah. from me so uh, I have to just run through Rick it and again. Morty yeah that's what I was just going to say Sunday nights now are taken over by Rick and Morty that's yes. how I, I mm-hmm. uh, uh Shot my weeks down now, is according to the Rick and Morty schedule. Uh, I tried getting into the Deuce, uh, which just came out uh, this past week, mm-hmm. that opening episode. I know. I was cleaning the kitchen while you were. I was sleeping. I woke up to a scene of James Franco talking to another James Franco. Apparently, he plays two characters. He I was indeed. like, what the he, heck? He and my favorite, indeed. My favorite part about every James Franco movie is he's got one character. <laughs> exactly. James Franco. They both, <laughs> so, they both have can, mustaches and slick back hair, too. They don't yeah. even look different. <laughs> he like, can only play James. It's be, Yeah, it's basically the, the parent trap. Wouldn't do well him. Yeah. It's like they, I mean, obviously, they're identical. They're the same person. <laughs> Uh, in fairness to that show, I probably should have given it more than like 75% of my attention. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I was just on my laptop the whole time. Uh, from what I can grasp, that might be the last time I tune in for it. The only other scene it, I saw was a impossibly vulgar scene of, ja- uh, what's her name? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. It was basically a porn scene. I was crazy. I thought the whole show was supposed to be how the porn industry started. I think it is. I didn't get any of that. There's a lot of build-up. I just got a lot of Maggie Gyllenhaal Touching her yeah. boobs, yeah. I, She's I, just a prostitute. I don't know right? why we keep trying to make her a sex symbol. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not dinging her overly, but let's let's just not. Well, she's <laughs> like the empowering prostitute, right? She's like the prostitute who doesn't have a pimp, from what I got. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I don't. She, there's a sex scene with her and like a 17 year old kid. Yeah, that kid was. I saw like, she, a kid. like, and they show his dick, and it's like, <laughs> what are we doing? Why? Yeah. HBO. <laughs> they, show his, they show his dick. It's. I, I. I assume it's a prosthetic. I didn't get as good a look at it as I would have liked to. But. If, he, if he's not like a real celebrity, I think it's. There's one thing about Game of Thrones showing a lot of uh, upfront nudity, especially penis. It's fantasy. It's yeah, its own it's thing. Fantasy. This isn't real. You know, it's its own thing. And they've kind of created a new set of rules. When you're doing yes, like New exactly. York City, like, and I'm supposed to like and know And James Franco is yeah, playing two like, characters. Come on. Uh, yeah, so the deuce... I don't know. I, I, I don't want to knock you off pe- people from watching it, but I'm, I'm probably out. <laughs> <laughs> perfect for people who just can't get enough James Franco, yeah. it's double the Franco, and perfect for people who you know seem to think that Maggie Gyllenhaal 
is like today's sex symbol. Move <laughs> over, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And then <laughs> Maggie. Uh, they kind of look alike. And then in the in the movies of this cool. week, uh, we got going on a couple. Uh, thank God you guys uh, had the patience with me to sit down and uh, watch The Godfather. Yes. It's an embarrassing fact about me. I just never got around to watching The Godfather. I, I'm going to throw this out there. I think most people like our age or younger have not seen The Godfather. It sounds like it's like this sin to never seen it. I've it's like, a long, old movie. just been casually lying to people my whole life. Like <laughs> yeah. I know like four quotes, and I'm like, ah, The Godfather. <laughs> Easy top five movie. All time. Are you kidding me? Mikey Strauss in college, he, he watched the he watched The Godfather, and it, I don't remember if I watched it with him, but I broke down scene by scene. He watched it like over the span of like three nights. It's a long movie, and I broke down scene by scene, telling him everything, which is basically just basically my dad mm-hmm. did the same exact thing with me. Pretty much everything that I'm, I'm watching is just like what I'm going to bed to. <laughs> so it's very rarely. It's usually what Netflix is just shoving down my throat. Um, Finally finished two movies. One, Opening Night, which is that Topher Grace-like musical movie with J.C. Mm-hmm. Netflix Chalzai. movie. Correct. Put Topher Grace in more stuff. Um, put him in more stuff. He's, he's, he's a talent. Spider-Man 3 alone, should be ju- <laughs> that should just be his reel. I finished that movie and uh, not a great ending, but a really good beginning and a really good middle. So, so just watch until like there's 20 minutes left and then you basically you saw it. Um, I finished Titanic for the first time. What? First time. <laughs> well, I every time I get really nervous. I don't like horror movies and stuff. This obviously isn't a horror movie, but did you not realize this whole time that I'm, Grown Up Rose had the locket and it, that she went? And- it's so hard for me to watch the Titanic because there's they give you so much backstory into these characters' lives, and I can't not think like this is just pointless. They're all gonna die when the ship sinks, <laughs> and, and they don't just die. It's not quick. They show all the people in their beds, like kind of accepting it. All the people in the below, like who are locked in. It's really pretty intense. I saw up to the rogue wave. Not a rogue wave. The uh, iceberg part. I've seen up to that <laughs> rogue, wave. rogue wave. Poseidon no, adventure. Yeah, you're thinking of Poseidon. <laughs> I've seen, well, that's another movie that I only watch the first five minutes of because then the scariest stuff happens. So that I also watched the Big Chill, Eight Men Out, and Sound City. That documentary. The Big Chill. I know. I watched the Big Chill for which I know everybody's watching. Actually, Hulu is actually pumping that down people's throats right now. So watch the Big Chill. Uh, feel depressed about how we're all getting older and how you're not still talking to your high school and college friends. Um, so that's what we're watching. But yeah, okay, so now we're moving on to News with New. New, take it away. Yeah, so this is News with New. Uh, this is all just headlines from this past week. Not necessarily the most new, not necessarily the most noteworthy, just kind of things we feel we should talk about, kind of kind of caught our eye. So we'll start this thing off going into basketball news. Uh, recently traded to the Indiana Pacers, mm-hmm. guard Victor Lodipo just put out his first uh, music single, and apparently the guy fucking crushed it. So I, did you guys listen to it? I heard you. I have not heard. I've just heard the notes. So I heard it to it. Can we almost? Can we cut to it and, and listen to it? So <laughs> there's Victor. <laughs> I mean, I, the the thing I saw about it, someone was like, he sounds a lot like John Legend. I almost think he sounds better than John Legend. No, you ooh, he sounds like he ooh, sounds like ooh. the '80s guy, uh, Michael Bolton. Okay. Yes, which is my, that's a huge compliment. I feel like that's big yeah. time. That was actually fantastic reference. Yeah, he really he's sounds very like Michael, Michael Bolton. Bolton. He sounds Michael exactly Bolton. like Michael yeah. Bolton. And Michael Bolton could ball, too. He could. <laughs> they, I know, he his, could hoop. His singing career got in the way of that. Yeah. Maybe all the Depots will, too. But, you know, I saw that. And he released his first single, and it's free. Like, you don't pay for it. You can just listen to it. It's just like him promoting himself. Communism. I think he's got a, he's got a shot at having a music career. <laughs> good. Well, that was good. If I the mean, whole Pacers acquisition fizzles out, which it might. Indiana <laughs> is struggling. It's not I don't a place know. you want to go. There's not a lot of uh, people in music who are basketball fans, so <laughs> yeah. I, I doubt he's going to. Okay, everybody is going. <laughs> he is going to be featured on pretty much. He's going to be every chorus in hip hop for the next. Because uh, there's a lot of basketball players trying months. to be uh, rappers. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like the most famous by far, Damian Lillard is like everyone's like, oh, he can really he can spit rhymes. He can battle. And uh, he yeah, can KD, battle. KD said he's for real. <laughs> yeah, KD. Andre Drummond raps like a bunch of them know, try to rap. KD's word is the goodest in sports. So. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's <laughs> goodest just. is a word also. But they, a bunch mm-hmm. of them try to rap. You gotta love Oladipo just bringing up the high notes and belting choir stuff. Yeah, it takes balls to do that. It takes balls. I would love to hear like basketballs. A, I'd love to hear like a Jason kid. I feel like he's too. I don't know. Anyway, what, what else have we got? I bet Jason Kidd could. Kid yeah. from Oakland. Definitely. He can slang it. I bet you he's like a, a tenor. I don't even know what that means, but I bet he's either an alto or a tenor. Those are the two things I know. Or a soprano. I know that as well. Uh, next headline. Longtime Simpsons composer uh, was reportedly fired. Uh, Alf Klosen is the guy's name. Alf Klosen? Yeah. So what do you... Santa Klosen. What do you after 20, Yeah, after 27 years uh, and over 20 M- Emmy noms uh, with two wins, um, gone. I don't remember what music is there in the Simpsons. So every now and again in an episode, they'll have like a musical number, and he scores the whole thing, as far as I know. Yeah. So basically, okay. what, what he's doing is ev- there's a ton of music in the Simpsons in every TV show, especially cartoons. That's underneath. Yeah. Pretty much all just string quartets with some horns and shit. He has a 27 person orchestra. I actually read this article. He's a 27 person or- orchestra, and essentially they fired him because they can now get some kid. Yeah. To in, make it on a computer in Illinois to to do it with a keyboard. Wow. So times are changing. Alf just him. can't adjust to the times. You know, I think he's Alf, getting aged out. I can only imagine Alf's, Alf's getting residuals. I'm not too worried about his money. <laughs> no, I'm that not is, either. That is a bummer though that I think, I think that's kind of the beginning of the end for the Simpsons. I haven't watched it since I was a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've watched an episode here or there. I can but, picture the, the family guy music. It's like, like in between scenes. I can't think of the Simpsons, which yeah. I think Alf, I think he deserved the ax. Get it to you stay think in your head. Did, well, you don't watch this. I can't think of the mute. I know, but. So what, you're, so what you're basically saying is if you were Matt Groening, if you were, I think it's pronounced his name. I think it, I was going to say, nice call. If you were, if you were the creator of the Simpsons, you would have fired. Years ago. ago. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Okay. Capitalism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next headline uh, is actually an old story with a uh, new light now shine on it as mm. more details are being shine your revealed. Light. Mm. Yeah. Let's go back to uh, the Bahamas a few years ago when LeBron James and company uh, climbed aboard a little banana boat and had mm. themselves probably the most uh, talked about vacation in the history of vacations. The crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently, uh, Gabrielle Union recently was in an interview kind of talking about that because she was on that trip. So it's, it was Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, LeBron, Chris Paul. Yeah, and then uh, their significant and others. Their wives. And then a couple uh, dudes that are also just somehow lucky just enough the to luckiest be in that crew. Buds yeah, ever. Yeah. Who have just coattailed it long enough where they've made it. Uh, so nice. Gabrielle Union was getting asked about that, and she said LeBron James is uh, by far the best swimmer amongst them in that group. Really? And in a scenario where they got back in off the boat, they were missing still one of their buddies. So LeBron went back out and brought the guy back. And like Ga- he was. Gabrielle Union referred to LeBron as more Aquaman than anything else, and called him a hero. What can't he do? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I brought this one specifically for you, Henry. What I know- can't he do? <laughs> The guy is unbelievable. Your man crush on LeBron James is now bordering the inappropriate. Put him in the pool. Let him go to Beijing, wherever the next Olympics are. He's going to get some. <laughs> yeah, the Olympics him. are going back to Beijing. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. We got to go back. <laughs> Michael Phelps. Imagine if LeBron James had the same training as Michael Phelps. Because Michael That's Phelps, all I'm saying. Michael Phelps. <laughs> he has like the crazy swimmer body. He's got like everything's double jointed and stuff. He's like 6'4, right? Mm-hmm. 
The six five. He's got he's six, six five? five with like the upper body of a six seven guy and the lower body of like a six two guy. Perfect. LeBron. LeBron is six nine with the upper body of like a seven four guy and like a, he's he has all the attributes. Throw him in the pool. Get him some gold. Yeah, get some know, hardware. Just a, little, some, a few LeBron stats. He's six nine with the upper body of someone who is seven foot five and the lower body of someone who is seven foot seven. So yeah, put them out together. <laughs> he's also two seven. Big boy. Yeah. Big Full boy. disclosure, I got to see some tape on this. Though I need to see him in the. Play. I'm not seeing him very buoyant. I don't, I'm not either. <laughs> I, the one part of the story that I don't really trust, and trust me, I trust Gabby. <laughs> Gabby Union, she's a word that can be trusted. But <laughs> she, um, the fact that they were missing someone, and this was some sort of open water scenario, no, I agree. and then LeBron James <laughs> put on no, his no. lifeguard cap. They also they have a, a, a dive team with them. Yeah, there They're... was a big cut to in the lake. <laughs> yeah. was like... I can't imagine that. If you're on a yacht, you got a crew with you. So too. the only one who wasn't back on the boat, LeBron James, went out and got. <laughs> now, there's either there's two ways that this, with three ways this could have gone out. One, it didn't actually happen at all. Okay. Okay. That's I'm giving that a 50 percent likelihood. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't trust Gabby, Gabunes, but two, he was swimming to the boat and LeBron just wanted to get wet and kind of hopped in and swam with him back. <laughs> three, almost drowning the victim in LeBron, the process. Three, great, great guy. Three, this is by far the most dramatic. They all got in the boat. He's missing. LeBron James pulls a JFK from World War II and just and just jumps in. It's like I'll find him in the middle of this open ocean. I don't know. I think two is probably the most likely, with one being possible. I doubt three would ever happen because, like you said, these coattail guys, their money is with LeBron James. They can lose a guy. They can't lose LeBron. They're not just going to let their bread and butter run in the water and, and disappear. I just never knew LeBron James was secretly Kevin Costner from the movie The Guardian. We got a season mm. date. And he's a, he's a fisherman for human lives. We got a season date. This isn't the end of the story. This isn't going to come back next week. Yeah. We're going to do some investigating. Yeah, okay. We'll get in there. This next headline's more for me, so everyone just humor me on this one. Sure. But it's a piece of information that's absolutely shaking up my household right now. Uh, Sirius XM's college football show, Full Ride, with Chris Childers and Rick Neuheisel. Yes. Uh, had a fun guest on uh, this past Thursday, uh, famed uh, adult film star Lisa Ann. No. Oh, yeah. No way. And it was to talk about fantasy football, as apparently Lisa Ann is pivoting in her career to be more sports-oriented. She, well, because she saw Asa Akira, who I've uh, never seen in action ever, but I've heard she's an adult film actress, maybe? That's what that's what her Wikipedia says. <laughs> something like says. that, yeah. Something she's, whatever, th- theater. This is, what, this is what I was told from yeah, the thing. I've never heard the name. What does she look like, by, for example? You know what? I have no idea. I couldn't draw a picture of her. I believe she's Asian. I know she's Asian. But anyways, she went and she works for Barstool. So like, that's like her thing. I could, And I know Lisa Ann's trying to do like expand out mm-hmm. I, the sports. Mm-hmm. Sports guys like uh The word women. was she really knew her stuff. Wow. The, 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 I'm going to paraphrase the quote I got because I don't remember it exactly. But it was talking. they were talking running backs because it was all a fantasy football discussion. And she was like, you know, uh, they're like this and that. Then there was like a Tyreek Hill discussion. Interesting. And she goes something about, well, I just know a lot of the time to go to Andy Reid's offense because he likes to get his playmakers the ball. And it was like, what the fuck did you say? Lisa? What, Miss Ann? <laughs> That's crazy. Does she go by Mrs. Ann or Miss Ann? I don't, is that her real name? Is she married? Who's to say? I you don't know. know. All questions we want answered. Lisa, come on the show. Come on the show. And hang a while if you want. <laughs> God, that'd be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> who is she, by the way? I don't even know It'd who It'd be the worst show about. ever to be like, <laughs> I've never heard of her. So, so Lisa. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so what? So Lisa, what's what's life like? <laughs> I don't know. I would be terrible. But, all right, that's crazy. Wow. I, I need to listen to that interview. Yeah, yeah gotta go check go. that out. So, yeah, that's on. I need uh, to talk to your dad. I want to know what <laughs> what really. Chill. Yeah, what were the behind the scenes questions? My mom was the one that broke the story to me. So it was an <laughs> awkward discussion of who's Lisa, who's <laughs> that. <laughs> that's amazing. My mom, like, yeah, I looked her up. I was like, what the fuck do you do, mom? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do not Google. And we'll end the things on the lighter side. Uh, this is actually one that's going to fire us all up. Uh, Nicolas Cage, uh, as they talk about the movies he signed up to do in 2017, mm-hmm. he's scheduled to appear in nine of them. Nine movies in 2017 alone. I'm that gonna, is I'm unbelievable. Gonna, I'm going to rattle them off for you. Arsenal's the first. Seen it. Uh, Vengeance, <laughs> a, love, a Love Story. Seen it. Inconceivable. Seen it. I love the, these names. The Humanity Bureau. Need to see it. I put that on the <laughs> we need to watch it list. Uh, Mom and Dad. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> no way, it's just called Mom and it's Dad. It's called Mom and Dad. Mom and Nick. Uh, Looking Glass is in post-production. Uh, 211 is in post-production None as well. of these sound like real movies. Red Squad is in pre-production. <laughs> the Red Squad. And Between Worlds is still in pre-production. <laughs> so Between Worlds, that's, uh, that's going to jump to the top of my list. All of these movies could casually describe Nick Cage himself as well. Yes. These could be like the documentary titles for a biopic on, on Nick Cage. Himself. It's all a biopic. Say what you want about uh, Mr. Cage. He is a worker. Yeah, work <laughs> the guy, He just works. Work Puts works. his head down. He's uh. He's pedal to the metal. He's, Always. Yeah. Nicholas Cage, he, he, there is no shortage of Nicholas Cage movies. He's one of those actors where if you go to his IMDb page, it's like actor, 277 titles. I think he's also <laughs> one of those guys where every project he picks to be in is just based on how short the film time is. Yeah. Because it seems like he's filming and starting and finishing movies in a month. <laughs> like He's kind of like The Rock. Like The Rock's kind of turning into him. Funny thing is, Nick Cage starred in a movie called The Rock. But yeah. th- like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I feel like every other day it's like, oh, and here's another action movie where Dwayne The Rock Johnson How plays is he in Dwayne Jumanji? The Rock Johnson. How did he find the time to be in Jumanji? <laughs> he talked to Nick Cage, said, what's the secret? And he said, two-week shoots. He said, clone yourself. <laughs> <laughs> at the uh, same time. A little cross-promotional exercise here and do a little uh, trailers on Tinder. Would any of these titles, Are you? would you go see any of these guys? Is mom and dad something you're going to go see? Be- between worlds with Nick Cage, if it's a picture of him and like, on the, it's like his face and there are two planets on either side. <laughs> he's literally which between world worlds. will he choose? <laughs> like, I could be in for that. I, I imagine him, he's like a vigilante and it's like, it's his life as a stockbroker ah, or his life smashing the skulls. The underworld versus, yeah. Interesting. And he's I, between worlds. I'm just going <laughs> to make this claim and i'm dead serious right here i i think nick cage is on the path he will win an academy award for probably a best supporting actor in like five years in the next like three years he's just at that perfect level of like he's gonna mcconaughey he's a joke he's gonna mcconaughey he's gonna he's gonna do one really serious role and they're gonna generate some oscar buzz and all of a sudden nicholas cage ain't no joke no more he is he's what an oscar he's won one for leaving las vegas yeah 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 and then uh, Raising uh, Which Arizona. Which wasn't, wasn't even his best movie. No. Best movie being National Treasure. <laughs> or The Wicker Man. One and two. Speaking or, of which, we've been waiting on a yeah. third this entire goddamn time. You set it up. What's on page 21? What is on page 21 of the president's book? What is it? Man, I want to know. Riley Poole knew. He did. <laughs> so did probably Nick Cage now. <laughs> God, those movies are good. But there you go. That was, uh, that was news with Neil. I got, a, I got a couple of news things I'd love to... To bring up real quick. I'll bring it up. News with Hen doesn't really have the same ring to it, but sure. Not quite, but there were just a couple things I noticed that I, I, I wrote little comments down. First of all, 
apparently, so it's this past weekend was Labor Day weekend. Apparently, it's it's the worst Labor Day weekend in like the history of movies for movies. I'm I, I saw the same article, like in so, terms of box office. In terms right? of box office, like this summer specifically, this Labor Day weekend, like there's been nothing. Like there's gonna be no hits even this whole summer. People are like apparently stock prices for movie theaters are like dropping like crazy, and it's brought up the question: Are we even gonna have movie theaters like in a couple of years? Are they a, are they a lost art? I think they're a lost art. I think so, uh, I think it's vinyl. I don't. I think so it's there'll kind be a thing, between. but I think they they're always got to be a thing, right? A movie theater. If it was up to me, yes, they're they're a pivotal part in any human society. Is a movie theater? It's the greatest place. It's the greatest I love it. two hours. I love it. It's a cool dark room where you're getting family time. No one can the see best anything. Snacks. It's great. No one's talking or yelling at you each other. You get the best snacks, <laughs> my, popcorn and candy. My dad goes to the movie theaters to take naps. Yeah, he'll be like, it's the only place no one bothers you. You just go and you just be. Everyone's <laughs> in it together. I feel like there's better places if you really want to take a nap. You don't have to pay twelve bucks to do it. I like it. I'm with get... it. I, I I love them. Um, can I give you really quickly my Jack O'Shea? Here's the future of movies. Uh, give it to me. See the future for me. All right. So here's how the, here, we gotta get you like a crystal ball. I know. I need a crystal ball for like we need a new segment where it's just me predicting outlandish shit. Um, just cornheisering it. Just going nuts with it. Um, the future of movies. So we go bowling a lot. Yeah. We have those summer memberships to this one weird bowling alley. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, but if you go far back enough, that's not what bowling alleys used to be like. If you watch The Big Lebowski or Kingpin or any other bowling movie, usually bowling alleys, you go in, they're way too brightly lit. There's one old guy bowling alone with a wrist guard just working on his game. <laughs> There's like three birthday parties, and then it's just a hundred lanes where you can get beer and smoke cigarettes inside. A lot and all of cigarette butts everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Now, every single bowling alley, there's not nearly as many bowling alleys, and every single bowling alley, you go in, and it's like a it's basically like a disco. There's just neon lights and everything's glowing. It's like a Dave and, and Buster's with shitty games. Kind of a Dave and Buster's. I think that's what movies are, movie theaters are going to turn into because obviously people aren't going to the movies. So a lot of them are going to be closed down. And But the ones that are going to be blown up are going to be like Better. souped up. They're yeah. going to be, you, you won't just go to a regular movie theater. Let's go to the one where you don't sit in chairs, you sit in Lazy Boys. Yeah, and, it's going to have the full recliners and a bar and a yeah. ton of shit. Yeah. And the, the, the popcorn is made by some artisanal bartender who <laughs> like, I don't like with them his up own in sauce. the food. I don't want food when I'm watching the movie. I don't want people sur- walking in the movie That's my big it, thing, those dining theaters. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you got, well, those and, and they're, they're, I'm hearing just like them order from the waitress just yeah. next to me, just, hey, I, if I could just get a little, if I could, and, and I'm just, would you stop it? We're doing the thing. You do that <laughs> yeah. out of the concession stand. God damn it. I went to one of those where, and they gave me the wrong check and they gave my check to someone else at the end, <laughs> which by the way, not at the end, in was the beginning, the in like the middle of the movie when I got, but it was like, this is the you need to know where the check is going. Because, the seats have numbers. Because I had to go and stop in the middle of the movie, go up to the guy and be like, "You gave me the wrong check. Can you fix this so I can go finish watching the movie?" That's also a great part about normal movie theaters that don't serve you food. It's kind of a fun game picking. All right, I think this scene is going to be boring and unimportant. I'm I'll gonna, go to the bathroom. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm the worst at that. You got to you got to really think about it. And be like, okay, nothing's going to happen. It's a total roll of the die. The amount of movies that I've been to with. You, Henry, yeah. and been like, I really got to pee. And I've gone out, gone to the bathroom, come back, think it's a dead moment. And you being like, everyone died except for her. <laughs> She's now the savior. And, here, and she knows the only secret, which is hard to explain, but you missed it. So you have no idea what's going on in the movie. I do that every time. It's a tricky game. You got to be like, okay, the main character's not in here. When somebody's falling asleep, maybe I got five minutes, you know? Yeah. I, I blow it every time. Yeah. I, I, did, I left in the middle of uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, which Jack mm-hmm. would probably embarrass you. Ah. Uh, it's just like, 
I'm watching them do this thing. I'm like, no, it's good. I come back. They're in the Shrieking Shrack. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> you, you, you missed the entire explanation yeah. for how they got from you know this point to the climax. I love that so much. Um, okay, so that was news with Neil. That was news with Neil. All right, so moving on to the rest of our segments. Uh, here's a, a segment that we're going to do for the first time. We didn't do this last week, right? It's uh, movie trivia. We did not do it. Yeah, new one. This is kind of a uh, an extension of where are they now? Yes. Because you, you end up rewatching these movies and you're looking at stuff and it's like, where's that guy? They did what? You know, it's just kind of interesting facts about totally. specific movies we've forgotten. And there's nothing better than having just a whole slew of fun facts to throw out at parties and on the bus and on trains mm-hmm. and you know anywhere. Yeah. People love the guy who tells them <laughs> who tells them interesting facts about everything. I take that role. I sign up for that role. <laughs> I already just told fun fact for you. I already had a fun fact of the Cougar Puma Mountain Line, which we are not going to reopen that discussion because, because it's not true. Because that's it's, it's, it's not an animal podcast. New Heisel, uh, not yet. I know you got a movie trivia. Give, give me the trivia. I do, and I don't know how popular this one is, but I just found it out, and I think it's pretty freaking sweet. Give it to uh, us. So Sean Bean, uh, who you might remember from season one of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Ned Stark, uh, or uh, the bad guy in National Treasure One. You know what yes. I like about Sean Bean? Actually, you know what I don't like about Sean Bean? Okay. <laughs> is it his slightly agape mouth in every role he's ever played? No, but now I'll notice it. Now I won't like that. No, just a little slack jawed. It's because his name. Spelled out, looks like it really should rhyme. Sean Bean? <laughs> it's spelled S E A N B E A N. Yeah, you're right. It should be either Sean Bon or Scene Bean. <laughs> yeah. Pick it, Sean. <laughs> don't, don't tell me that I'm mispronouncing it. Okay. What's the fact about this asshole? <laughs> uh, so, if you don't know him from those roles, most people know him as Boromir from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, he's super afraid of flying. So I knew this. It's so freaking when, awesome. When they were filming uh, the original Lord of the Rings and they're doing the Trail of Mordor, a lot of that is them doing these mountainous shots where they're like on top of like mountain ranges walking across. It was half of why the movie was so acclaimed was Peter Jackson went to New Zealand and it was like these unbelievable shots. Yeah. So basically every day uh, the whole cast and crew would get helicoptered up. Yeah. But Sean Bean was like, I don't do helicopters. Nice try. Nice so try, he'd guy. So get up like six hours before everyone, put on the Boromir suit. And hike the mountain. <laughs> so I didn't do that. I, I knew this. into character. And, and I, I knew this, yeah. And then, like, literally, they'd say they'd fly over him every time. And then <laughs> like, he'd wave. get there, like, 20 minutes later. Yeah. But he'd show, he'd do the whole hike as Boromir because they wouldn't get to the top and then change. <laughs> it was like, it was like, fucking that, here we go, Sean. So, so I knew that. And I think that's one, it's the coolest thing ever, Sean. Being, I did not know that. Way to freaking go that you continue to do the role doing the actual trek that, that that we made a movie about. The, mm-hmm. the trek is so amazing that we made a movie about it, and you're just doing it every day to get to the set. But I thought it was so funny. Did Peter Jackson not tell him, oh, hey, by the way, in auditions, <laughs> we, we're going high altitudes every day. Like He's got to know that having such a big fear. Also, could we not set up, what's the thing called, where it's like basically a, a ski lift? No, like the ski lift thing that, gondola? Gondola? But that, yeah. that you hang on to. What am I thinking of? It's like the bunny slope thing. I mean, those are awesome. Oh, those! Things I didn't are, know the name of those. Those things are great. I always, I've been skiing like I five times. Like, and I can't remember what the name. I, of that I don't thing know what is. the name is, but those are fantastic. But yeah, can we not get one of those for him and just set him on a little donut inner tube and send him on off the mountain? Yeah, At but least have your, a Grand Cherokee of some sort. <laughs> I, I feel like a car is the yeah. answer. Or, yeah, if, if you're going to be paying for helicopter rides the entire way, just do a gondola. <laughs> yeah. Just do us a favor, build a gondola. Anyways, <laughs> way, way to go, Sean Bean, though. Makes you like him. There we go. I like that fact, Henry. What do you got? So my fun fact, it. Uh, came from there was a lot of controversy probably a couple weeks ago people kind of dropped it but they're remaking all the new disney movies the most recent one that they're remaking is aladdin people were freaking out over the casting of aladdin mm-hmm. i think they were kind of that people didn't want them to whitewash it 
Like they wanted actual actors from India kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I found out. I had no they idea. They don't make movies in India. But I found out. <laughs> I'm kidding. Bollywood is, I think, bigger than Hollywood. <laughs> I found out for the new Aladdin, the or not the new Aladdin, the old Aladdin, the cartoon version, the drawing of his face, Aladdin, what his character looked like, was based off of Tom Cruise. I suppose. So if you really look at his face, he kind of looks like a Tanner Tom Cruise. He does. Like, it really is Tom Cruise. I think that was just 90s. Tom Cruise was just crushing everything. Him and Nicole Kidman just high-fiving. Things were good. (laughs) And they were like, this guy, let's put put his face on screen. On that note, I have an interesting trivia that kind of uh, Venn diagrams with that. Do it. Um, Can you tell me, for Facebook, if you're a man or a woman when you start your Facebook account, their original like template thing like it'll just give you before you upload your profile picture it's just sort of a blue outline of, of of a man and a blue outline of a woman can you tell me who the original blue outline of the man was it's not just a stick figure it's like an actual no but like they, an actual they, head, like they out, it's yeah. a silhouette of, of somebody are they famous yeah were they involved with the company nope michael jordan nope damn it it's not mm. a bald man i don't remember if there was hair or not in my is mind there there's hair? not i thought that, yeah is there hair? i was like who's my favorite bald guy Mike's your favorite ball guy? Anyway, it was Al Pacino. Him, Bruce Willis, it was Al Pacino? They picked Al Pacino, and then Al Pacino was the guy. What? And, that and, is ridiculous. And he saw none of the money. Al? Michael? Corleone? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, what they don't show you in the social network is Al Pacino's serious legislation against... That should have been a scene. His serious uh, attacking of Facebook for u- using his... So uh, who was the woman? Who was the woman? Seem- I have no idea. I just know it was Al Pacino. But Al Pacino. Yeah. So that's movie trivia. That's our first movie trivia. That went well. All right. Moving on to trailers on Tinder. We watch a couple trailers. We talk about what we think the movie's going to be, good, bad. We swipe left if we don't want to watch. We swipe right if we think we're, uh, we're going to be paying the price of admission. First trailer we watched is a movie coming out to theaters this weekend, which I was shocked. I didn't know it was coming out this weekend. Goon 2, uh, Last of the Enforcers. Interesting. I know. We're huge fans of the first good movie. It's one of the most underrated sports movies yeah. ever. Was, underrated movies yeah, ever. Yeah, one of the all-time great surprises uh, to sit down and watch that movie. All like, time. You're kidding me. This yeah. was this because you watched the original trailer and you're like, this is going to be a joke. Well, it seems Where's like John joke? William Scott even been? It's funny. It's got heart. It's got a real story. Like, I love the first one. One of my probably, I bet you it makes my top 10 movies of all time. I love Goon so much. First time I ever watched it was with uh, John Tavares, sophomore year. He and I had both gotten hurt. I forget doing what. I think he broke his arm, and I think I had. You could uh, so you could relate to the goon. You could relate no. To we, so we were both on hydrocodone, <laughs> and, and, we were, and we were both watching it on hydrocodone. And I remember being like, "I feel great, and this is great." And, and that was great stuff. first time I ever watched Goon. It was so great. So wait, go on. So tell us about the trailer. Yeah. So Goon Two, uh, or I'm saying Goon Two. It's called Goon: Last of the Enforcers. But it's so, uh, the description of it is after one too many injuries, uh, Doug Glatt, the enforcer, is forced to give up his uh, whole career and uh, settle down for a button-down career as an insurance salesman uh, because his wife is uh, Eva, you remember the first one, is pregnant. However, he can't resist the call of the Highlanders, so he sets course to make a comeback. And so from what you get from the trailers, basically, he's like been the man for a while he gets like knocked out by the new young guy. He's basically become Lee Schreiber from the first movie. Gets yeah, knocked exactly. out, makes a comeback, has Lee Schreiber come back and train him for that that comeback. Can I start this one off? Give it to me. Okay, so going to the trailer. So I watched it. It looks like it has a lot of callback jokes, which isn't really the best thing for a sequel. Yes. Because usually it means 
they don't have a lot, but they're just trying to get the same fan base back. I'm going to play devil's advocate really on that because I totally agree. A movie that did that but was great, I love 22 Jump Street. Yes. And basically all that movie was was making fun of 21 Jump Street. And <laughs> yep. I still thought it was hilarious. But that was like super meta, bro. Yeah. That was like, yeah. that was like making fun <laughs> of the fact that every sequel. That, that, yeah, you're right. Hopefully this one is the same, but there was a lot of like the one callback that I got from the – the trailer was the the two brothers yes. who, who who are always making fun of that uh, the goalie mm-hmm. and and in the first one they're both peeing at the same time uh, into the the bus urinal yeah. or whatever and now they're in a plane so it's like things are moving up. <laughs> um, that brings me to a point real quick. W- yes, they're still playing minor league hockey. That was a concern I had as well. How? That's correct. How is how is anything advanced if they're still just playing on the same minor league hockey team? I know a ton about the minor league baseball system. Yeah. I know nothing about the minor league know. hockey system, so I don't know if it's hard to get out, but I feel like the fact that they still, unless it's like next season, I feel like the fact that they still have all the same players. He's been in the minors this whole well, time. Remind me, this is set modern day, right? This is yeah. supposed mm-hmm. to be happening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to make an excuse for the movie real quick, yeah. let's say they're trying to get fighting at least a little bit out of uh, – like it's still obviously a thing, but uh-huh. like mm-hmm. the, the penalties and fines and stuff like that for fighting. So you wouldn't have an instigating. enforcer in present so, day. Like, it is called yeah, Last of the Enforcers. Yeah, so the enforcer yeah. like guy on the hockey team these days is becoming extinct. Okay. It's like you still have those guys, but there's no longer a guy on your team that's exclusively that. Like yeah. everyone's mm-hmm. got at least a little bit of talent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jack, what were you saying? I was also – my la- other th- note from that – was I was a little bit confused. So Kurt Russell's son is the bad guy. That's Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, it's Kate Hudson's I little brother, and he that. crushes it. And he, and he looks like he crushes it. And I know for a fact that he, because I listened to one interview, I think on like the Bill Simmons podcast or something, Kurt Russell's son, he tried to play prof- – that guy tried to play professional hockey. So here's one thing. We know he can skate. He can play. <laughs> which is my biggest pet peeve in any sports movie is when like the guy clearly – in any baseball movie. Go watch like, – The guy's never thrown a baseball before. Go watch Crazy <laughs> Stupid Love and watch Steve Carell have a catch with his son. It is the stupidest. <laughs> and that's not even a sports movie. <laughs> They're standing five feet away, like, like going like that. I the T-Rex hate armor. that. It's I hilarious. hate that so also, much. Also, if you don't know who we're talking about, Kate Hudson's brother, the, the guy we're talking about, who's one of the stars in the movie. What else is he in? He's this in, is, uh, well, shit. I guess the most, 22 in, Jump Street actually would be the most. He's the blonde QB in 22 yeah. Jump Street. Yes. He's, I always uh, remember him, actually, from This Is 40. He's one of the Flyers. He also plays a hockey player. Yeah, he plays a there hockey player. He's like uh, like a, a quick love interest for uh, Leslie Bibbs. Cool-looking guy. Her? Leslie Mann. Leslie, Leslie Mann. Man. Leslie yeah. Mann. Cool-looking guy. You, Super yeah. blonde, kind of homeless-looking, but cool homeless. Kind of looks like Goldie Hans' mom and Kurt Russell's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also, he, everybody um, wants some. <laughs> everybody wants yes, a Great movie. Yes. He plays the stoner in that. Great but yeah, character. I couldn't tell. Uh, so he's the bad guy, clearly, I think. And I couldn't tell. Was he on... Doug Glatz, was he on the team and then he was off the team? I So it looks like he was, they were on different teams. He's the one who ended uh, Sean William Scott's career. Okay. Then while Sean William Scott's gone, they get him on the team. Mm-hmm. Sean William Scott comes back. My guess is it's kind of like a, a Padawan master type relationship. <laughs> I dig it. You know, they work out their differences. They sure. learn a Re- thing or two. Regardless, it could be the stupidest movie ever. I'm swiping right. Oh, I'm, I'm so swiping right. I got to see it. New, what are you thinking? I'm for sure swiping right. I don't know if I'm paying uh, price of admission seeing it in theaters. Wow. That well, could be one I could sit on. Well, here's the good thing. I don't think you'll have to. I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those things where it's in theaters for one week, and then it's on iTunes. Uh, yeah, and then it's just know? immediately, yeah. So, fingers crossed that's the case, because I would love to save that twelve fifty for something a little better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Next trailer we have is a movie called Killing Gunther, which trailer just came out, but it doesn't. Uh, the movie doesn't come to theaters for a while. It's Taron Killam's first movie, the guy from... Uh, 
SNL. I still think of him as the funny guy from uh, Name It. It's a Big Fat Liar. Yes. Big Fat Liar. It's just Kaylee, Grandma. <laughs> Big Fat Liar. He, he's the uh, the buddy who pretends to be Amanda Bynes the whole time, so her grandma doesn't realize. I'm pitching like 220, 230. Yeah, the whole thing is hilarious. Man, is Taron Kilm typecast. <laughs> he's just hilarious. But so he's been in SNL for a while. I think he's trying to make his way back into movies, or just into movies. He um, wrote and directed his first movie called Killing Gunther. It's about a group of eccentric assassins are fed up with Gunther, the world's greatest hitman. So they decide to kill him, but their plan turns into a series of bungled encounters as Gunther seems to always be one step ahead. So it's kind of a joke movie. It's a mock, it's a mockumentary. Yeah. So it's like a documentary film crew is following a group of assassins trying to kill the famed assassin who's played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it, 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 feel, it felt like on the trailer there's also a documented crew with Gunther. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so Gunther, Arnold Schwarzenegger, has a crew, and he's like this ridiculous all-time hitman. He's got like a wig and stuff. And then Taron Killam and his crew are basically like kind of like Ocean's Eleven. Each guy has mm-hmm. like their jab, and they're super stereotypical. And they both have camera crews, and <laughs> they're trying to kill each other. It's a big-budget documentary that's yeah. following them. Yeah. Can I ask another question, too, yeah, that's confusing it. the hell out of me? Was that his actual accent, or is that just what he sounds like when he's happy? Who, Tarancom or uh, Arnold? Arnold. I think Arnold... Was he doing a bit, or was that just what he sounds like when he's happy? Have I, I ever just heard it? He I think like. that's what he sounds okay. like. Because yeah. I, I guess I've only ever heard his menacing Terminator accent, yeah, no, I think which that's is him. what he brought to the... I don't know, think Arnold Schwarzenegger sphere. can do accents. <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> so either. I don't think I don't so either. If he could, I think he'd have... <laughs> Other roles. He I has think something he, going there. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. It's a late night special. I, I the, the whole movie. I was watching this, and while we were, you know, going through which trailers to do for trailers on Tinder, I was watching this, and basically what I do when, I, when I'm watching these trailers is I'm just nitpicking everything. Yeah. And there was a certain point where I was like, I paused it, and I'm, it's a scene where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger hits a, fl- a flower pot over Taron Kilm's character's head. And he's like, you guys are trying to kill me? Yeah. And he hits the flower pot, and then it cuts to him being like, now I'm really going to try to kill him. And I paused, and I was like, you know what? It doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't Arnold Schwarzenegger just kill him right there? And then I realized, <laughs> that's not, it's not that type of movie. Yeah. I'm definitely swiping right in this, because I thought it was looked hilarious. So I'm definitely swiping right. I love, I just love Taron Killam. And the crew, the cast that he put together. Bobby Moynihan. He's got Bobby Moynihan, so the, the chubby guy. He plays Drunk Uncle from SNL. He's just the explosions. Just left SNL. He just left SNL. Yes. Wow, well, there's a little bit of news. Yeah, Rick and Morty was wrong. We thought he was going to yeah. come and do 32 full seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's the explosions expert, which I always love the explosions guy because John Cheadle is the explosions guy from Ocean's Eleven. Every other movie, the explosions guy, it's like he just it's such a ridiculous character. <laughs> it really is. And then one of the girls on his team, he's is, in charge of the TNT. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why give that to one guy? Yeah. There's never Spread. been a better explosions guy than uh, Milo and the gang going to Atlantis. What's that movie called? I was about to say yeah. Atlantis. Oh, the the wow. mole. Guy. And with that, I would have a white wine that's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious but the girl in their crew is uh, the girl from New Girl the girl from New Girl not D- Zoe Deschanel but the other girl the other girl who you don't realize is, is quietly in every single episode of New Girl I would have probably guessed like there's been like you know 6,000 episodes of New Girl I would have guessed that she's in 10% of them she's in 100% oh she's like a main character she's yeah. like a main character <laughs> she just, Cece? yeah Cece. Cece. exactly <laughs> I forgot her name so I'm swiping right on that how about you guys I'm for sure swiping around on that. I'm fired up for it. They basically took every because for me at least, and especially recently, SNL has been struggling. Yes, I, I there's like certain characters I really dig that they do and certain bits they repeat, mm-hmm. but they're getting lost with Alec Baldwin and the Trump bit and, and the Weekend Up thing. They got to get a new direction. They have, and so I'm, I'm concerned about the upcoming season, especially mm-hmm. now. 
knowing Moynihan left the team, I didn't know Bobby that was, that was Moynihan. The case. He was their rock. Yeah, yeah. he was so, their. I'm for sure. Uh, I'm for sure. Swipe he was there for Hartman. I think. <laughs> I think they just grabbed every funny guy from the SNL cast. I've been a yeah. big Taron Killam guy since, like we said, Big Fat Liar. We just recently found out he's a fan of our favorite restaurant, Tarasco's. Yes, he is Manhattan so, Beach. Yeah, I've been a Taron Killam fan ever since I found out he married that girl from. Oh yeah, Kobe Smolders. Who's she? Kobe Smolders. She's the girl from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yes. And I just was like, the damn, brunette. Taryn, you the, got yeah, it. Gorgeous. Good for the you, The Canadian Taryn. girl? In yeah. That? Okay. Taryn. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I'm swiping right for sure. My only worry, I don't think it might, I think it might not make it to uh, theaters. That, I could see that happening. Honestly, man. I'd almost prefer it. Same. Again, I talked I about totally my 1250. I would totally that, that prefer That to it. me is a, a, a total Netflix, I'm on my couch watching I would that. totally prefer I'd it. I'd go as far as to say pretty much everyone in these movies, I'd like to come straight to Netflix. Oh, me too. So that I don't have to get off my couch. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be awesome. I still enjoy the the majesty that is the movie theaters. I know. Getting I'm, my popcorn and my milk does. I was about to say, the popcorn is really what does it for me. See, popcorn makes me feel sick. It's the greatest thing ever. I can't stop eating it. There's an agreed upon rule book of talking and, and phone uh, play yes. that you, you just get everyone's committed to the movie we're here to see the movie see in my I'm, mind it's kind of a little ridiculous with the phone if you pull out your phone you're not bothering anyone oh my god movie. put the turn brightness your goddamn out. brightness down then yeah but turn on the brightness once the brightness is down you're fine right? I, funny guys sending snapchats not turning their flash off you're fucking up the experience <laughs> I'm for talking all about us. like checking an ESPN <laughs> score no, like, <laughs> I can't sit, I'm the exact opposite I can't sit through go to a movie theater and sit through without I turn my brightness down but without consistently checking my phone Usually it's nothing, but I just, I need to be doing other stuff too. I can't buy in. And this is why I'm always explaining movies after we've seen them. Anyways, we're <laughs> moving on. We're moving on to our third uh, trailer. Uh, the one I am by far the most excited to talk about because it's a whirlwind. Brawl in Cell Block 99. That's right. That's the title, which mm-hmm. I love. Brawl in Cell Block 99. And the only little description they give is a former boxer turned drug runner lands in a prison battleground after a deal gets deadly. Now, that description alone, I'm out. The reason I'm in, and if you watch the trailer, you'll find out, that uh, former boxer turned drug runner is a bold, tatted-up Vince Vaughn. Excuse me. Yeah. Vince Vaughn, first scene, basically just like beats the shit out of his car, it kind of seems like. Vince yeah. Vaughn is like a tattooed, seems like, gang guy, kind of. You should yeah. see the other guy. <laughs> it's I like, know, imagine <laughs> a prequel to True Detective Season 2. Yes. It's Definitely. like, how did that Vince Vaughn become that guy? Oh, he was a former boxer and uh, inmate who was kicking ass, and I, I have no idea. They don't really I don't know what's happening to Vince Vaughn in his midlife crisis. They don't really show you what's happening during the trailer to the point where I thought it was a comedy for the first 30 seconds, he assumed, with Vince Vaughn. When he's struggling to break the well, he car was, window? You know what it was? Is he was struggling so much. He's like trying to break his car window, rip off the mirror, and he can't freaking do it. <laughs> he like hits the mirror like ten times and it won't break off. So you, like, so you were like, oh, uh, it's like a hilarious comedies. opening. Like, it's a physical comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never tried to break a car window. I never but other either. movies, top of my head, too fast, too furious, make it seem really easy. It, I think you so go with the like, elbow. It's it's a piece of cake. I, I would, you, I would you, never you, try. You take your shirt off, you wrap it up, and totally. you just give it just one time. The thing. totally. I don't claim to be a good puncher, but it <laughs> it took like him like nine tries. Yeah, like, so, so the trailer's <laughs> confusing. It's it. It's you can tell he's definitely in between the law and authorities. Mm-hmm. Like he goes to jail and he's talking about how he's like gonna kick ass in jail, but they don't show what is actually happening. Like what's he doing? So my biggest question, and I'm I'm just gonna run through quick my thoughts through this. My biggest question is one: I thought the whole movie until I read the synopsis, I thought he, it was about him being a white supremacist. Is he not a white supremacist? No, he is not. He's like a good guy. Are you allowed to be white, bald, and in prison and not a white supremacist? That's it's, no. You can be white, bald, and in prison, but having a big ass. A, so he's head a cross tattoo, tattoo, a cross tattoo on his head, which 
it doesn't mean. But there's a lot of white supremacy no, symbols. It points to you in that direction. It pushes you a little bit. It further. definitely suggests that maybe. I don't know. He might. Are we sure use on the N word on confirmed? occasion? I think a bolt. Oh, what in the movie? That he's not. There's no. Uh, he's not connection to any the, kind of Aryan. He, he they would definitely been. mention white yeah. supremacists. In, in the movie, I think it's it like, was mentioned with all the tattoos and the baldness and the being in prison. I don't think he was white supremacist. I think, I think it's like he's just a tough street white guy. Okay. Because the one guy, the one cop who's talking to him is like, like guys like you, you know right from wrong. Like, you know all this stuff like that. You don't need to be in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm going to enjoy it anyway kind of thing. <laughs> so I think it was kind of like, you're a good, he's a good guy. He's mm-hmm. going to end up being the protagonist. Are you guys swiping right or left? Gosh, you, you know what? It's, just, it's tough because I really want to swipe left, but it's a bald, tough, it's fun. I'm swiping right. You got you to gotta see it. All right, so Hen wants to see it. How about you? I'm left. No, you're going left? Yeah. I, I, I did four episodes of that True Detective season. I, I'm comfy not seeing this one. But the, the scene with him with the brass knuckles kicking ass is pretty cool. The scene with him kicking the guy's ass in ep three of that season. That's was what I'm saying. Sweet. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That, yeah, in, okay. in True Detective. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I got. I think I got to join you. Now. I think I'm swiping left just because. If I see it, I'm with you. If I see it, it's Vince Vaughn. Yeah. I, we just we owe it to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a, it's been a lot of years of him giving us a lot. I gotta mm-hmm. give a lot of him. I'm gonna give a little back. I'm, I mean, I might. Act, I'm no. You know what? Who am I kidding? I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to see it. I'm going to ask Henry to explain it to me. And so the around and around the circle we go. So that was Three Hours on Tinder. Three Hours on Tinder. There we go. All right. So now we got a new segment um, called Are You Crying? New. You want to explain the segment? Yeah. So in this segment, uh, week to week, we watch uh, a ton of movies, uh, sometimes half watch. And so a lot of times, not great movies get on. So yeah. this segment is devoted to all of a sudden... Uh, you get caught crying in a movie that wasn't really that sad. You get or wasn't too emotionally attached. And yeah. It's, yeah, there's a lot of movies where everyone's crying. You got Schindler's List. Yeah, when, Schindler's when List. No one's going to say anything. Yeah. Everyone's crying in that movie. We're all having Marley and journey. Me, Dog Dies, we're all feeling it. Exactly. Understood. For some movies, we, though, you're trying to hide it. And the yeah. worst thing ever is when someone sees you and just cannot believe that you're that un- emotionally unstable, basically. I, yeah, I don't know if there's anything worse than in the middle of trying to stop crying, if <laughs> yeah. someone asks, dude, are you crying? And you just start bawling. No. <laughs> if someone asks me if I'm crying, I'll immediately start crying, even if I wasn't crying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a long day, watched this movie, and then had a good long call with my mother. Uh, but this movie was Chasing Mavericks. Mm. <laughs> the surfing movie. <laughs> it is. And I'll preface it with, it's a real sad story. It's just not a very good movie. That's why you shouldn't be crying to it. Uh, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be watching King Leonidas, as Jack pointed out earlier. Gerard Butler. Uh, teach uh, kids how to surf. But... Oh, oh, and P.S.? <laughs> I love you. Uh, so <laughs> he is the voice in PSL. Yeah, he is, he is the dead husband. <laughs> the story is about a young surfer from Santa Cruz, Jay, uh, who's like growing up, wants to be kind of a big wave guy, into this chick, whatever. His name's Jay. Jay. I think Jay. it's a true story. But by the way, it's a very true yeah. story. So uh, oh, that, shit. that's what makes it sad. It's, yeah. a, it's about a 22 year old kid that dies, but. Uh, he dies? He dies? He dies. Spoiler, by the way. <laughs> he <laughs> dies? No, I saw it. I should probably know. No, he doesn't die at Maverick. So it ends. He like makes the wave. And then it's like, and as him. they're doing ending credits, it's like, two years later, Jay and a trip to Costa Rica or something. And it like, Whoa. yeah, sad stuff. They do the paddle out kind of deal. That's oh, like, my Lord. And full disclosure, by that point, I had emotionally composed myself. In the middle of the movie, the guy who's uh, like his coach is Gerard Butler, who plays a character named Frosty, who's like his across the street <laughs> neighbor. Frosty and Jay. You're correct. It's like the chillest name ever. And like Frosty this whole time is like getting him to do stuff. He's like, you got to be able to paddle across the bay and hold your breath for four minutes and all this stuff. And then like on the side, he's also making him write journal entries. He's like, you need to hone your mind to be able to conquer this wave. Of course. Of, of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so you get really invested in this relationship, and then all of a sudden, Frosty's wife dies. What? And so I'm sitting here thinking I'm watching. I'm just killing two hours. This is a, just a, just something I could watch. Fun sir. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and then. I just started breaking down. <laughs> and, uh, it was a tough day. Yeah. And so I will preface it with it. Uh, it's it actually a very sad story. So it warrants it warrants tears. You Having know, said that, the movie is so poorly done that yeah. the entire time you're never buying what's happening. And the trailer is so ridiculous. I would never think that there was a sad moment in the movie. Oh, yeah. It's got some heavier themes. Chase of Mavericks. Yeah. Chase of Mavericks made you cry. Yeah, that was, that was... Dude, are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's got me called. Because yeah. it's, it's named off of when you're like in third grade and somebody pushes you and he says, are you crying in front of the whole class? No. You immediately start crying. You immediately start crying. So <laughs> so Chasing Mavericks, that's the first one. I don't have one because I don't cry. I'm just kidding. I'm probably, this is probably going to be the segment that I contribute the most to. Um, <laughs> so that was the first edition of uh, Are You Crying? So moving on, we got our next segment, which is What's Watchable? I think we've done this one before, but basically we just kind of go over what is something that People don't really think is watchable, yeah. but it, but it's worth a watch. Movies that you see the trailer, you see something, and you're like, oh, I would never see that. And then you happen to see it at a friend's house on a plane, and you're like, that's a good movie. I would watch that again. I'm going to tell people, you know, it's worth a watch. Your flight's been delayed five hours. Yeah. You're stuck in LAX. It's not going to annoy you. download one movie. Yeah, not a great movie, but not a bad movie. It's worth a see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing Grown major. It's too. not going to change your life, but Bingo. it's going to kill two hours super effectively. It's going to eat them up. So I got one that I, I tell people all the time. And so, new, you have seen this, I believe. Jack, you have not. Mm-hmm. I saw the trailer. I thought there's no chance I go anywhere near it. How sure are you that I have not seen this movie? I would be absolutely amazed if you've seen this movie. I'm really excited to hear what it is. A, a 2013 action fantasy movie. There's no shot I saw it. Starring Keanu Reeves, 47 Ronin. No shot I saw it. Yeah, so, I new, you saw that. it with me, right? 47 Ronin kicked ass. Okay, so this movie <laughs> kicks ass. So this movie, you see the trailer. For those of you who are just listening and not watching it, I, I just really wish you need to watch this part of the the YouTube video that we have because Henry just got so jacked up. It's a really good movie. It's you, It seems silly. It's based off of an old Japanese uh, legend. Mm, folklore. Which is very similar. <laughs> Their legend is basically uh, the, the 300 story, mm-hmm. which is... But it's 47 Ronins. Exactly. So Ronins... Oh, it is. Yeah, so a Ronins, Ronin, by the way, is dis- a disgraced samurai. A Ronin is a disgraced samurai. So it's back in ancient samurai Japan. And it's half mystical. So it's like this time period where the samurais ran everything. They were kind of like mafia. There were different heads of families. And then there were also these mystical... Enchantresses. Enchantresses, witches, and monsters and stuff. Okay. So you you hear the movie. You're like, Keanu Reeves? One, how does Keanu Reeves end up in this situation? (laughs) They explain it. It makes sense. He's a a guaylo. He's a guaylo. He's half half, uh, white, half... Japanese, so he's like immediately like the kind of the runt of the group. No one respects mm-hmm. him. Which, by the way, I had no problem buying that. He, Not at he all. Looks, he he is, plays. I think he's, he's great. Japanese. I think he might be. He looks at it. Yeah, totally. But anyways, mm-hmm. you 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 don't think you'd be into it because it's Keanu Reeves dressed as a samurai with a bunch of other samurai uh, fighting off, fending off these crazy mystical beasts. You you watch it. You're, you'll buy in the first scene immediately the cgi is unbelievable mm-hmm. it looks so not i mean obviously it's not real but it's like game of thrones-esque these kind of monster dragon type mm-hmm. things and the plot is awesome if you can buy into the fantasy element of it which, yeah yeah isn't for everybody I, we're kind of fantasy if nerds, you like fantasy so at it's all. a little easier yeah mm-hmm. but if you can buy into just the the world they create yeah. to start with it is the most entertaining two hours badass yeah, it's movie. sweet interesting badass movie and and keanu Re- Re- uh uh fuck 
Keanu Reeves? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Keanu Reeves uh, was born to play this role. 100%. Like, his whole quiet guy kind of introspective thing is custom made for a samurai. It works perfectly. Mm. It, it, it's perfect. So a couple, they're not spoilers, but just to even get you, if this hasn't been enough of a sale, just to get you even further, the kind of basic plot is he is, uh, he can never be a samurai because he's not Japanese, but he's basically a samurai with his whole crew, his whole crew series of events gets basically banished from being a samurai. So they're mm. now Ronin, they're dishonored and they have to go and kill the crew that killed their basically godfather. And okay. their crew is now saddled up with the the witch and people, right? There's there's a lot of magic involved, there's a lot of Keanu involved. It is worth a watch. Yeah. <laughs> Just listening to you guys discuss this movie. <laughs> and then- Have you ever even heard of it? Yes. Are you okay? I thought it was John Wick. I thought it was just like it's very similar, except much more Japanese. <laughs> I thought Forty Seven Ronin was like the company that made John Wick or something. It's just another post for it. Cool. I think the the odds of me seeing it have now gone from zero percent to like eleven percent. That's so all that's, I want. Just a, a foot out the door. Yeah, just a foot out the door. I might I might see it now. Yeah, there we go. I probably probably, probably won't. Moving on, we got a new segment that we're doing called "Do Not Fuck With." So basically, as the as the title suggests. We're just going to be talking about, you know, actors, celebrities and stuff that you would think like, yeah, but like, you know, Tom Cruise is only like 5'3". Like, mm-hmm. you could beat him up. These are about people that... Tom Cruise is 6'4". That you should not, <laughs> that you should not fuck with. So, yes. so who wants to take this lead? I got one. All right, Henry, give it to me. So mine and I don't... We've kind of talked about it before, but uh, Vince Vaughn. So it's the only reason that's also pushed me out the door to see that movie we talked about. Uh whatever the brawl the brawl cell block cell 99, 99 yeah very mm-hmm. impressed we remember that you, you kind of buy you, true detective he seemed tough i didn't think he was great i thought the season sucked but he seemed tough listen to this quote from vince vaughn i support people having a gun in public full stop not just in your home we don't have the right to bear arms because of burglars we have the right to bear arms to resist the supreme power of a corrupt and abusive government it's well known that the greatest defense against an intruder is the sound of a gum hammer being pulled back Full stop. <laughs> that is so hard. I think that's for. all I need to say. Vince Vaughn has guns and plans to use them. <laughs> Be afraid of him. Do not get in his way. He's also like 6'5". A lot of reach on that guy. A lot of reach. I found out that way the hard way. What's funny is that is exactly who my do not fuck with was as well. As soon as I saw <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, new 2017 bald libertarian Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I'm going to stay away. <laughs> There we go. I don't need that aggravation. Two birds with one stone. Vince Vaughn is a badass. Do not fuck with him. No, do you got another one? I got one. That's a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, I don't think uh, this person would ever kick your ass, so it's not do not fuck with in that sense. But don't don't fucking try her because here's something you might not know about her. Uh, Kate Winslet. Uh, okay. A couple years ago. Titanic. Is, is hanging out with uh, Richard Branson in the BVIs. Yeah. Bridger, uh, British Virgin Islands. That's what the locals hey. call it. I've been several times. I've never been in my life. I've been, I couldn't even locate it on a map. I've been to Canada. Um, Pretty cool. But anyway. Toronto was great. <laughs> Very exotic. But anyway, hanging out. All of a sudden, tropical storm rolls through. Uh, bolts of lightning hits the house. Sets the house on fire. Richard Branson's house. Richard Branson's house. Yeah. Richard Branson. That's what I said. Yeah. And is this his private island house or just his house somewhere else? I assume private island house. Well, wow. Because it's in the British version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so actually the Holiday Inn. He, he rented a couple rooms. <laughs> Very cheap guy. <laughs> so anyway, strikes the house. Everyone bolts. People forget Richard's nine-year-old grandmother is in her bedroom upstairs. And now the house is going up in flames. Who runs back in to save her? Kate Winslet. No. And runs wow. her back out over her shoulder. 
Kate Winslet can pick up anyone over her shoulder uh, and run. Apparently. So that's why they call through her the lightning. flames. Wow. I guess that's why the they call her lightning. VW. Through the fire and through the flames. Wow. <laughs> Katie wins. Yeah, I won't fuck with her then. And it makes me think, uh, going back to Titanic, Kate, you're that much of a badass. Scoot down the door. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Let Leo oh, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We Do can everyone get out of this thing. You're saving people from fires. Saving from the sea. I'm just happy some people lived. <laughs> yeah. they finished it. I thought it was over. I was like, why are we even telling their story? <laughs> You son of a bitch. Great response time from that Coast Guard. <laughs> Next segment we got, which is uh, bad movies, which is just, these are movies that we watched recently or rewatched that we just can't believe they got they got made or that at some point we were like, this is a good movie. So, we are optimists. We always find a little bit of good in a movie. It's very rare that we all say, that is a bad freaking movie. Mm-hmm. I wait to pull that out every now and then. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm the one, who, I, I actually have a bad movie. Mine is, uh, and, I, and I showed you guys, I made you guys watch five minutes of it. Uh, it's called Carter High. Yes. Um, and it's on Netflix. It is a must-see. And there was ESPN <laughs> recently released a 30 for 30 about Dallas Carter, which in the football movie Friday Night Lights, the, the movie, it's the, the big bad team that they play in the playoffs. And so it was a 30 for 30 about that team. Coach Tur- has the lollipop, the whole deal. Turned out to be actually half about like them actually like half the players being burglars and stuff. So they were like armed robbers. It was yeah. kind of a letdown. I was, I was kind of hoping it was just about the team. But anyway, so I saw on Netflix a movie called Carter High about the Dallas Carter football team that year. Finally, a response to Friday Night Lights. Finally. Well, I only got through about 10 minutes of it. It's the worst movie I've, <laughs> I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, I hate to really knock it, but just I'm going to list off some stuff. One, all the actors playing high school kids are 30. Yeah, they look very old. 30 plus. Yeah, very old. I can't even, you couldn't even talk. No. Like, like, oh, well, no, he's just an older looking guy. He no. hit puberty at 15. No, the guy's like 45. The guy's got a full mustache and he re- shaved yesterday. They're not kids. They're, they, they are men. And two, uh, the opening scene, uh, the first lines are, I think somebody goes, relax, it was just a tie. Next scene, it starts with, I can't believe we tied. The next scene starts with, I shit you not. Man, I hate ties. Okay, so they tied the game, so we know that. We've they also, where I stopped watching was about three minutes in, There's they're in class, and there's a sort of what I figured to be plucky comic relief. One of the football players who's wearing a jersey yeah. and kind of big 80s glasses. Doing says, what? Yeah. Oh, hey, guys, in that nerdy voice, like, oh, hey, guys, we got to what's going on with the game this He's week? got something with a school paper. And then everybody rags on him like, hey, you shut up, kid. Yeah. You know, just breaking his, his best Urkel impression. Turns out it wasn't a guy doing an Urkel impression. <laughs> this was an actual character that they were trying to sell off as some sort of newspaper nerd. 100%. You cannot believe it. If you watch this guy talk, you cannot believe that he, he's a reoccurring character in the movie. He's ridiculous. In the scene, funny enough, Jack, that you brought up the tying, the girl asks, so what does a tie mean exactly? And then Which it's, is insane, too. It, and un- then unbelievable. It's this fucking dude who's like pushing up his glasses. So uh, you think he's making a bit. Yeah. It's like, ties you girl blah yeah, and he I does the, the nerdiest thing yeah. and you're like a little overacted but fine we'll give it a couple more minutes no this guy is that guy he's, he's supposed just, to be a nerd he literally po- says what, what am I gonna even write for the paper it's like, more nerdy than Urkel like Urkel would come more. up and push this guy's down and laugh at him yeah like he's slapping you over the face with it like oh this guy's a nerd but the really I think the what, what really sucked about it was and what, probably why they made him go so over the top is that guy clearly looks He's the most ripped, you can just tell by yeah, sitting there, dude. of 
all the football players. So and he's wearing a football jersey. So you immediately assume like, oh, so he's the stud on the team. Nope, he's the nerd who writes <laughs> for the school newspaper. Anyway, that movie sucked. So, <laughs> so that that that's my I can't believe they made this movie bad movie. Whatever we're going to call this segment. All right, so this brings us to our last segment. It's called hypothetically, mm-hmm. and basically what's going to happen is I'm going to say a hypothetical movie situation you put yourself in that situation what happens so the first one to start it off and this is a question i think i've asked both of you guys before mm-hmm. so it shouldn't shock you okay we're now in the hunger games universe okay Ooh. there's 12 districts Shh, there's actually 13 districts spoiler alert if you've only seen <laughs> the first movie slash read the first <laughs> district 13 lives there is a <laughs> district 13 should have seen it coming and philip seymour hoffman's their guy same with julianne moore anyway that was great. Yeah. That was really good. I, I have like, the Mockingjay. Yeah, that was good. I was like, where is that coming from? <laughs> um, anyway, we're in the Hunger Games universe. You are in one of the uh, you know poorer districts, mm-hmm. and you get selected to be in the Hunger Games. My question is, how do you think you fare? Hypothetically, you're in that situation. How do you think you fare? I think I know mine pretty well. I think I know exactly how it goes. Give it to me. Hen. You lead it off. I think I put on an absolute show at the combine. Okay. <laughs> I, think I show up to the combine prepared and ready. Real quick, those who don't know, the way the Hunger Games works, there's a con- you, you basically you, you get, get selected. You go to the Capitol where they dress really weird, but they're like really rich and stuff. Yeah. And then they put on like essentially an NFL combine for these Hunger Games. They see how deadly you are, how lethal, how how good of a survivor you are. And the whole point of that is to get sponsors, correct? Yeah. You're it's trying like, to get like, and that and that's a potential help you later the in the odds, Hunger Games. Right? Sponsors are people that will send you help, yeah. which is another whole concept. I don't know. Huge but, hole in the movie. Anyway, uh, I think I, I just murdered a compound. I go and prepare to go and ready, focused. They're like, watch out for this guy. I think I die so comically fast once the horn goes off. I think I we all run to the cornucopia. I see somebody. I'm like, you and me, team? And they're like, mm-hmm. totally, team up. <laughs> we grab stuff. We run to the woods. I turn around and go, you think they're coming this way? Knife to the back of my head. I'm too trusting. Mm-hmm. I think I immediately am like, okay, I got my squad. And meanwhile, the squad's like, okay, when are we killing Henry? As soon as he turns his back. He's the weakling. I think it's I'm just too trusting of a guy. What's You've your- got yourself, though, you, surviving the cornucopia. Because the way oh, no, you I think I get that, the I thought, I thought you were out of there. No, I think I run the cornucopia. I think I grab the wrong stuff. I think I get lasso and like <laughs> hammer and yeah. run. And I got my team and I'm pumped. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You got it all wrong. Thank you for the lasso and the hammer. Actually, keep no one else know how to use lasso. Keep the lasso. What's your combine skill? What do you show off there? Um, I think I win them over with my personality. I think I, <laughs> I deceive self. them. No, no, no. It's more of my deceit. Like I, I get people like I, I somehow rope people the guy the judges to admit things that they never such personal information no i'm blackmailing them that kind of thing i talk my, around them. My, and now my you're not able this. to get the guys on your side oh, you, yes. they immediately turn on you well, I, I, you guys are seeing how this is all, it's I, all know, I know i know it's a hypothetical situation <laughs> but i love how you're like that's my real skill <laughs> i've never seen you exercise that skill where well, it's you've like you've never seen me in the hunger games it's never been life or death true i'm gonna be pretty close to PETA. In this scenario. So okay. if you recall, PETA immediately turns straight back around, doesn't even fuck with the cornucopia. He Just goes fails. to the woods. Immediately, that's my move. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm not winning this thing. The key is to survive <laughs> as long as possible. Hopefully Katniss fires a bow and arrow at the ceiling and we all make it out of this thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so oh, uh, number I, two. Catch a fire. Yeah. Uh, so I immediately get to the woods and play the hiding game. You just I'm, hide. I'm not looking to go on the offense. You're a big guy. I'm gonna you let, can't hide as well. Yeah, so I'm big let, guy it means uh, big fuel. You need some food. You need ooh, a lot of it. I, I I know you guys think these are problems. I I, I can make it out there. Really? Week, no food, no nothing. I find my right cave, and I set up 
Never has to poop. I obviously, <laughs> obviously, I'm not the painter that Peta is, so I can't no. disguise well, who myself is? with no mirror. Who is? <laughs> but I am. Yeah, I imagine I, I I die middle of this thing. I die probably right around where Rue died. And are you killed mm-hmm. or is it starvation that kind of thing? You're killed. I'm killed, and it's a tough way to go. <laughs> oh, it's rough. Well, now all those the the district ones and twos are all hanging out together and they're r- running around the forest, and it's me up in the trees, and they're like, "Look at this idiot!" And it's I, like, "No, no, no." I was about to say, I see you pulling an absolute Katniss climbing the trees. They find you, and then all of a sudden it's them cutting down the tree, throwing shit at you, and you somehow, it's like an insanely long fall. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The canopy to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a graceful death. I don't, yeah. I don't like, have a long lost talk with my, <laughs> with my significant other. And you don't have a My rope? eyes fall down. I, I, I die horribly. <laughs> so you don't, so, but there, I think there are 24 contenders. What, what place do I one, come in? Yeah, what place do you come in, you think? I'd set the over-under at 13. I'd tell you the under. I bet the most of the capital would tell you the over. Yeah. There okay. we go. I like and that. How, how about you? Where, where do you think you finish? I think I'm one of the first four dead. I okay, think so I'm <laughs> the third fourth, though. I okay. survived the cornucopia, so two die at the cornucopia. Immediately. Two idiots. Yeah. I get out, and then it's like, no, you're you're dumb, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's how I see it. I, I'm similar to you, Henry. I think I just put it on an absolute clinic at the combine. Yeah. I think I'm at the combine. And, 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 Show your stuff. And they're, they're betting people. So I think they're in the odds. I think I'm not going to be near any because the, the higher districts – you guys didn't read the books, did you? No. The higher districts, it's like an honor to be yeah, a, yeah, one yeah. of the fighters or whatever. So they actually all like train and then volunteer for it. Okay. I don't. I'm, I'm, we're putting ourselves in the poor district, so I'm not expecting to be a competitor. So I think they're ranked above me because they're warriors. Yeah. I think I'm kind of close to the top from the combine of the untrained. Yes. I think cornucopia starts. I'm. I'm with new. I'm getting out of there. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm not going to be fooled into joining a team. In a game where, in the end, everybody Everyone's dies but die. one person. What a like, sucker play. That's such a sucker play. And I hate when people are like, yeah, but if you work together, you can survive. For Ultimately, you're basically just befriending the person that's going to kill you. My downfall. Exactly. Yeah. My downfall. <laughs> I'm also not going to go to the cornucopia because unless there's like a gun there, I guess they have bow and arrows and stuff. My, my weapon of choice, I think, is a baseball bat. Well, they might have a bat. Guess what? If there are trees, I'm going to get a big fucking branch. You're going to make a Louisville <laughs> slugger? I, I, I'm not going to... Carve whittle it. it down but i got a, i got a big branch that's just my my new baseball bat um just I, a telephone pole kind of an ajax move <laughs> I, I don't think i die i think i die not in the i'm not the first four i'm not in the cornucopia thing i think i survive new like you i think i survive low, low teens low teens and i think vegas is just laying the house on me because i'll take out a couple people with my bat Oh yeah. As, as, when when they come through my territory, you're gonna bear Jew a couple people, and they're gonna be like, "Watch out for the new stud." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, saw that. bear Jew. I saw the guy from Gangs in New York. I'm gonna hit a few people <laughs> both, over the head with, with my big my big stick thing that I that I fashion, and I'm just gonna uh, obliterate them. But then, hunger again. They are the hunger games. Yeah. I'll eat the first thing I see. I'm I'm so. so you think death by poison? As soon as I see a berry, I'm going to eat it. I'm Tough gonna, way to lose. I honestly see me if I somehow manage to survive the beginning. I don't think – I think I'm like berries stay away. But I like kill the first animal I see, totally F up cooking it, eat the raw meat. That kills me. I'm dead. Like, anyone – it was a very simple a chicken. You should have cooked it salmonella. The only way that I survive – that I win the Hunger Games is I think that exact scenario will, will always play out. I make it to like number 18. Where, where I kill a few people, Vegas is just laying all the bets on me. Then, end of the first day, Papa needs fuel. I'm going <laughs> to eat some berries. The only way I, I win the whole thing 
is if they're berries that kill you kind of slowly. So yeah. I just get really bad food poisoning. And basically over the next four days while they're all killing each other, I'm just vomiting and having vicious <laughs> diarrhea. And I somehow survive because I'm in the bottom of some, near some creek. Yeah, no one wants to go near you. They just, they just, would that not be the funniest end to a Hunger Games? It's like, actually, he won because everyone else killed each other. And it's like, let's cut to our winner. It's me just like, ah! Save me. <laughs> so By that, the way, this just made me think, my hiding strategy, here's how I end up dying, is that they just, the same thing they did in the first one, where Katniss is getting like five miles off the outside mm -hmm. the, the range. And they send stuff at her? Yeah, and I just immediately, one fireball, I don't know how she survived like nine of them, but the first one, see ya. <laughs> I die in the outskirts. Mm -hmm. People forget about the kid from District 9. Yeah. <laughs> He's here, the kid. Yeah. I also see myself dying and I'm hiding and I'm like, oh, they don't see me. And they clearly see me. And they're like, <laughs> where's Henry? And I'm like, oh, I just don't move. <laughs> like, just don't, just play it cool. My two long blonde haired friends <laughs> yeah. thinking that they can and hide. It's just this obvious hiding spot. <laughs> it's the peacock scenario. You put your head yeah. in a hole and you're like, if I can't see them, they can't see me. <laughs> you two are easily the most recognizable people from a distance. <laughs> so that was hypothetically, we'll be doing one of those every week. Or not. It's kind of like all these segments. If we got one, we'll do it. If, if, if we don't, we that don't. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, I think we're, we're, we're going to have some good good ones coming from that one. <laughs> all right, so that was episode three of the Pool Boy podcast. That flew. It did fly. Did you guys have fun? I had fun with I it. I had a blast. I hated every minute of it. But yeah, so that was episode three. Uh, if you're not already following us on Twitter, do that. We're like at poolboy underscore comedy or poolboy.comedy. Instagram, poolboy.comedy. Give it a follow. Give it a follow. Check us out at poolboycomedy.com. Man, for probably being the word I say the most, pool boy comedy, I just can't enunciate on it at all. Yeah, we it's an easy think, one to roll into. Pool we, boy did, comedy. we didn't think about that when we uh, came up with the name. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I was a pool cleaner, Henry. You're always ashamed of me. Like, like and subscribe. Uh, we got videos coming out. We got sketches coming out every Tuesday and Thursday. We got podcasts coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And, of course, I already said go to poolboycomedy.com, but – do it. You know what's bullshit is they wouldn't let us do poolboy.comedy because it kind of the com goes to comedy. Yeah. Wow. That would be kind of fun. If not confusing. Could you do a poolboy.com slash itty? That would be bonkers. Is that is that too much of a map? Fuck it. We won't do that. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what do you want to do? Maybe bowling? Let's go bowling. Let's do it. That's how you create a tag for the end of the show. <laughs> I think we keep it. I think we cut at the very end of me saying that's how you get attacked at the end <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>